Information security in educational institutions. What are some of the top challenges? Hi, this is Tom Field, Editorial Director with Information Security Media Group. I'm talking today with Dennis Devlin, Chief Information Security Officer at Brandeis University. Dennis, thanks so much for joining me. Thank you, Tom. Good to speak with you. To get us started, why don't you tell us a bit about yourself and your experience, as well as your role now at Brandeis. All right, Tom, I've been in information technology for about four decades now. Well, it's, been, it's been a very long time. I've spent about the last third of that focusing on information security and privacy and had been a CSO in a large uh, international uh, corporation for about a decade. And then uh, in the middle of my career, I had been at Harvard University, really loved higher ed, and returned to uh, Brandeis. I'm in my fourth year at uh, Brandeis now as their first ever uh, chief information security officer. Brandeis is a a private research university um, that also has uh, a major component that's a liberal arts college, and uh, it has all of the the, the, the challenges and uh, and resources and, and facilities that uh, a lot of much larger schools have. Well, Dennis, having been in business as well as education, you've got a great perspective on this. What are some of the top information security issues that you typically address daily now? They're really pretty much the same. It's just that the climate is is different. I mean, we always speak about security as being con- protecting confidentiality, integrity, and availability. I always like to speak of the three R's of risk, regulations, revenues, and reputation. And universities are subject to the same regulations for protecting confidential information, uh, the same uh, revenue challenges um, and, and reputational challenges that a corporation would have. The difference is, in a corporation, um, you deny by default and allow by exception. Uh, in a university, where you're trying to support open exploration and learning, teaching, and scholarship, uh, universities tend to be very open, tend to allow by default, um, do a lot of the things that, that you wouldn't do in, in a corporation. And in addition to that, large segments of the population change one or two times a year, much like cruise ship uh, passengers. Um, if you've ever been on a cruise, on the first day of the cruise, uh, a whole new uh, group of people come in and they immediately have to be trained how to uh, exit the ship in an emergency and get on lifeboats and so forth. It's very much the same with students. And uh, so we have a population where every semester and, and a lot of times in the middle of the year, we have a lot of new devices connecting to the network, new people connecting to the network, and we're, it, it's a constant battle to keep everybody up to date. Well, that's something I'd like to explore a little bit more. Dennis, what do you find to be some of the unique issues with educational institutions in terms of information security? Sure. Um, since um, since it is such a heterogeneous population, I mean, I, I, most CSOs that I know don't have uh, Xboxes and PS3s connected to their networks. Uh, since it's a very open, you know, a collaborative uh, sort of environment, there's only so much that you can do with technology and focus a lot more on people and process. Part of our mission at the university is to educate uh, students, faculty, and staff about operating safely on, a, on an increasingly hostile uh, Internet. Uh, the other thing that happens at a university is everything doesn't happen on campus. Um, whereas in a, in a corporation, you say, well, everybody comes to work every day and they're, they're working on, on the, the, the corporate network. Um, learning, teaching, and scholarship happens every place now, in, in uh, Internet cafes and coffee shops, um, uh, in all sorts of international locations. So we really need to kind of harden our people 
to know how to operate safely and make good decisions about the information they disclose, protecting their privacy, protecting their identities, and so forth. And it, it's much more of a of a holistic kind kind of effort. There's only so much that you can do with technology. Well, in that last answer, you mentioned the three key segments of, of information security, people, process, and technology. Over the years, what have you developed to be sort of your secrets to ensuring the proper treatment of all three of those, people, process, and technology? Great question. You can't do it um, by yourself as a CISO, um, it, and it's not something that can be done by the IT department. First thing I've done in every in, in, uh, situation where I've, I've been a security officer is to build um, a team, and, and, and that team, and, and at Brandmix we call it the Information Security Advisory Council, and it's composed of mid-level executives that um, represent all of the various constituencies um, across the university. We meet every single month, we collaborate, they give me advice on what they see as their risks. We do our best to educate them about risks and, and uh, I, developing uh, consciously the risk tolerances of the institution, and then put policies and practices and, and so forth in, in place. The advantage of doing that is now it becomes uh, a business process. It, it becomes part of the, the real fabric of the institution and the culture of the institution. It's not a technology issue, and I have a lot of of people that work very, very um, hard to help get our message across and to, to educate the, the entire institution. You know, it strikes me that your career really runs the gamut of the lifespan of information security. So I've got to ask you, over <laughs> the years, how has your approach to security management evolved? Well, th that's a great question. 1976 was the first time I remember focusing on this. And um, I, was, I was a database uh, administrator for a big uh, international corporation, and we were um, setting up authentication for, for the people that were using uh, the, the, the corporate systems. And I thought about it a lot. The pe those people didn't leave the building. It was, it was all it was a coaxial network that was just in the building, and yet we still had authentication. We still had access control. We still had uh, the principles that we have, like the law of least privileges, never giving somebody access to, to more than, than they really need. And over the years, the, the, the basic model has remained the same, but the challenge has just become much, much more difficult as we've expanded and opened things up. And now we have this interconnected world where literally anybody has access to anything from, from any place. One of the topics we discuss an awful lot these days is security awareness. I've got to think that's acute at a university, whereas you say you've got a new constituency coming in every semester, every year. What is your approach to security awareness with students, with staff, with your colleagues? It's constantly getting in information um, out to people. We, we've come up with, with this notion of, uh, and I stole it from uh, Jan Carlson, who wrote the uh, Moments of Truth, who was a, was a book of, about customer service. But we use, we use that term, that at, be it at our help desk, be it any interaction that uh, anybody at the university has with any member of the information technology department, it's a moment of truth where we can help them learn the proper, safe ways of doing things. So we work very closely with the help desk. We work very closely with human resources. We work very closely with um, uh, the student organizations. And you end up doing a lot of marketing. Um, there, uh, it's a lot of kind of theme-based things where we're repeating things over and over. The theme for this year is privacy is your business. 
and everything that we teach tries to tie back to that particular theme that if you're protecting and mindful of your own information you'll also be a really good custodian when you have custodial responsibility for other people's information a final question for you Dennis certainly Brandeis isn't alone with having a, you know its first CISO what advice would you give particularly to other educational institutions where they have new CISOs that are grappling with some of the same issues that you are don't try to do it alone. Build a team on campus and also um, reach out collaboratively. There are organizations like Educause and um, uh, there's a, a research and educational network information uh, uh, security and analysis center um, called REN-ISAC. Uh, most peer institutions are happy to try to help. We're not competitors. Um, we all have the same basic ob objective of, of trying to uh, uh, share information with, with everybody. All the information on our website is is pretty much open to the public. We share it with our community. Uh, we blog. We we try to syndicate any content that we put out. We have a Facebook page. You, you do everything you can to reach as many people as you possibly can using the media that that they're comfortable with. Well, Dennis, I appreciate your time and your insight today. Thank you so much. Thank you, Tom. I appreciate it. Be well. We've been talking with Dennis Devlin, CISO at Brandeis University. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.